You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Erev Erev Tishabov, this must be Rizcha Dalaisa. I'm Avram Kivalevich, and I'm joined by Rabbi Yosef Gavriel Bechofel. Rabbi Yosef Gavriel, you know that um, Tishabov will be upon us very soon. And on Tishabov, we insert into our Shmon Esrei a special tefillah that we don't say any time else in the year, tefillah's nachem. And for years, since, especially since 1967, there has been a very strong movement, including Hairoa from Rav Shlomo Gorin when he became the chief rabbi in 72 or 73, 73, to actually change the Nusach somewhat. Why? I know I'm sort of like telling things that are very simple, but as we read in Nachem, we say, Nachem, Hashem Elokeinu, Vesevei Tzion, Vesevei Yerushalayim, Vesair, Ha'avelo, Ha'charevo, Ha'bezuya, Vashomema. Destroyed in a state of, that people would find it disgusting. Empty. Ha'avelo, O'memli Baneha, Ha'areva, Mimonoseha, it doesn't have the homes anymore. It doesn't have places to live. It has no glory. It has no honor. It's desolate without anyone sitting there. Anyone living there, sorry. The city is there, but essentially it's a city in mourning like a a widow who has not, uh, not a widow, but a, a wife who has been abandoned by her husband and she has no children. Okay. It goes on, as you know, the Yavu Ligionos that's been swallowed by the legions, the Yeshua of the Psilim, and it's been in, taken over by idol worshippers, idolaters, infidels. Uh, and it's kill, it's brought Jewish people to, uh, to be killed by the sword. All right. You know the rest of the Nusach. These, the, the, the words that I have said is what Rav Gorin and others, especially in the modern Orthodox world and the Dati Lumi camp have complained about and said, this is a lie. This is Dover Shkarib. This is not true. Yerushalayim is not empty. Yerushalayim is built. Yerushalayim has a beautiful, has beautiful uh, areas that are, are extending every day. It has incredible transportation lines now with the with the trains. It's 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 not a, a city that people find bizuya. It's the capital of this great country in the Middle East. So therefore, there has been a movement, and I think uh, I'm not sure if the, it's been already printed in the Sidurim, I believe so to actually change the Nusach, to alter it. Um, and there have been many uh, Rabbonim who I won't say are Dati Umi or uh, uh, complete Sionim who have also agreed to this change. Uh, and, and, and one of them is Rabbi David Alevi, who I know is not from the Haredi Rabbonim, 
but he definitely was not a Dati Umirov. And he changed one little aspect of it. He said, I agree that there's still Avelos. I agree that there's still a sense of Nechoma that we must have in Yerushalayim and as a people as a whole. But he just changes one or two words. He says it was empty and it was desolate. It no longer is, but it still needs Nechama. That is what Chaim David Alevi said, and I believe Rav Aaron Lichtenstein, who I'm sure you'll tell me is one of the Dati Bumi Rabbanim, although I don't really consider him such a staunch Zionist, he uh, also, he took out uh, one line. He felt, and he told his uh, his, 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 his Talmidim in Gush, and people who looked at him as Zarov, and their Posek, amazingly, he felt that that line should be taken out, the line of hachareva avelo mibli baneha hachareva mionaseha habezuya michvoda hashomema me'en yoshev. I think he felt that was the line that should be taken out because both Lichtenstein and Halevi did not want to be mispalel in their hearts about something that was so obviously not true. So that is, uh, again, Chocham Avadia, as we know, was also asked this question, and Rav Lichtenstein's father-in-law, Rav Salvechik, was also asked this question, and both of them resoundingly said there should be no changes whatsoever. Uh, Chacham Avadia said it's still a Chorban. Look, the fact is the Arabs are still there. There's still places that we don't have. There's spiritual Chorbanas going on. And Rav Salvechik had his own reason for explaining why Yerushalayim is Bechorben, because if the, if the Beis HaMikdash is Bechorben, Yerushalayim is still Bechorben, despite the amount of people living there. I think I've given a little bit of a summary on these uh, on the basic opinions here. I understand, Rabbi Yasef, from what you've been telling me beforehand, that you're a little bit of a man of two minds here. Why don't you uh, take it from here and tell me what your feelings are about it? Well, uh, I, I feel that... Um... That uh, when I go to the Yushalayim, uh, when I go to the um, to the Koysel, I don't tear Kriya. Uh, I have, last time I tore Kriya was probably before I got married, or maybe even, maybe even years before that. Um, I think I might have once seen something about this in Rav Zevin, but I'm not sure if I'm correct about that, that uh, something about People don't experience the same sense of loss when they come to Shalim nowadays after 30 days and being away. People feel a sense of even simcha by being able to come back to Avon at the Kaiso, to come back to a place of Kedusha, to come place to, back to a place of Ashura Sashrina. So um, obviously, this is a shortcoming in us because we really should um, have an appreciation of what Shekhinah was lost with the Horban bias and what we're missing today, but we, we don't really have a frame of reference for it. It's really something which, one lack, if one lacks the emotion, how can one do, why would one do it? Now, of course, there's certain things which are Takonis to Abonon, which if they're Takonis to Abonon, which are strong ones, we have to fulfill. And there's an interesting discussion I once heard from one of my Russian Shiva, he said, he wants fired a Rebbe. He asked Shem Zaman, and Shem Zaman said he should fire the Rebbe. And uh, the reason why he fired him is because uh, the Rebbe 
taught that there's no difference between tying one's shoelaces the right or putting on shoes and tying one's shoelaces in the um, prescribed order and the Isser of Of Becholot, chicken with milk. They're both Isser and Drabarim. They're both Dinim Drabarim. So what's the difference between tying your shoelaces in the right order and not eating chicken with milk? So he felt that a person doesn't know how to prioritize and put into a hierarchy those things which are even mentioned by Rabbanan, they, uh, that person cannot teach the proper uh, uh, significance of each and everything which, uh, which uh, is what one is supposed to, what one comes across. Now, I, I suspect there are other reasons for firing that Rebbe, but uh, in any event, that's what he told us. So I would say that uh, uh, the distinguish between Kriya and Nachim, and the difference is because the Matbeha Tfilah is something which is very, very stringent in Chazal. And I'm an Akwaji because I understand that the people who want to change it, and I would change it was up to me as well. And, or add the word which Rebbeim David Alevi added, as you showed me before, Shohaisa Bezuya. But uh, on the other hand, I'm not sure we are allowed to be Mashaim Rebbeach Acham Mishetavah Bekiwa. On the other, yes. Well, that's a caveat, because obviously that's not 100% true. Because we see there's numerous chos, there's between uh, different kehilos uh, in terms of nachim itself. And certainly in terms of the rest of the tila, there's differences between Edoth and Mizrach and Ashkenaz, and the Hasidim came along and changed everything at, the, at will. So uh, if they, Hasidim, were able to change things at will, perhaps we should be allowed to change things as well. So I don't know where exactly the definition of Magbea Tila applies to Nachim. Do you have any specific? Well, I, well, again, I, you know, I, I, I sort of, because of uh, certain medical issues that have developed in my mouth the last 10 days, I did Shuvah and I said, I'm going to, maybe my Rizcha Daraisa uh, episodes, I've been a little bit too sharp-tongued with Rabbi Yosef and I, I've maybe criticized people I shouldn't. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of laying back here because uh, normally before this happened, I would have said, boy, Rabbi Yosef, you're sure equivocating. You're you are really wishy-washy. On one hand, you're saying, um, you know, I, I, I won't rice Kriya because I don't know if I have the regish of Avelos because I can't, I can't, I, I can't push down the simcha that I'm feeling and Kriya has to come out of a sense of pain. I don't really have that. So I'm, I'm not going to be Korea, even though that's in the Shulchan Aruch, that you have to be Korea when you see Yerushalayim. However, when it comes to Nachem, I'm a little bit scared because it is the Nusach Chazal and the Nusach of the Matveya. But then on the other hand, maybe uh, I think we should. I'm, I'm good. You know, and, 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 and <laughs> so you got to admit here, maybe, maybe you're mellowing today because of the R of Tishabov as well, but you are sort of wishy-washy here on, on this, right? <laughs> I would say so, yes. Yes, okay. And I'm not going to hit you over the head and make you feel bad about that. Uh, although I, you know, you can take it as it is. Um, look, Wait, wait, let's call, let's call, okay, you asked me a question. I'm going to answer your question after I insulted you. I just want to know if you have more clarity in this than I do. Okay, so a number of years ago, I gave a shear on it. It's actually on our website, uh, on our, our podcast site uh, called Rebuilt and Fire. You can listen to it. Um, and there are some sources there that I think are important to hear. One of the issues was, how much is this a matveyashatabukachamim? How old is this nusach? One of the things that I was arguing there, and I still think is true, is, is that much of the uh, of the uh, of the tefilos 
were not Mesudr uh, by Anshik Nesas Agdela, uh, especially Anshik Nesas Agdela were Mesakin things at the time when the Beis HaMikdash was restored. Many of the changes that occurred, like the Sechazana Inenu and much of Tachmin and, and so much of Artilas is a result of changes uh, uh, and, and basically the communities, the Rabbanim, obviously were part of that, agreed that this Nusach faded away, got altered, and changed. I think what's really going on here, and you know it as well as I, is where the call for change is coming from. That's really what this is about, right? Had there not been such a steep divide in Eretz Yisrael between the Dati Bumi, between uh, the Mizrachimits and the Aguda, and that we call the Haredim, I think that this issue would be similar to the, the Pesachim that have come up in Corona, where, okay, yeah, it's different, we're going to change things, yeah, okay. The idea of, oh no, we are going to, we're altering Chazal, we're, we're, we're playing around, we're going to make Takonas against what the Torah, what, what the rabbis of the Rabbanim have said, who represent the Torah. I think the Pachad, I, it's hard for me to say that Chacham Avadya and, and Rosalvechik, but I think that part of it is where the call is coming from. Call, so you think that you think it's really if, if it came from Ernest Yerushalayim, <laughs> we wouldn't have this machleka. So we're just going into politics here. I believe Chaim David Levy was. Wait a second, wait a second. I just want to put it more starkly. You're accusing me of not being motivated. You're not accusing. You're. you're there's a subtle hint in what you're saying that my motivations, my wishy, admitted wishy-washiness are based on my proto-Zionist or proto-anti-Zionist feelings? Yes, I think that you were afraid to be connected like others with Rav Gorin and others who have argued for this change. The fact that the change has been argued for and probably too militantly. Again, both sides are probably guilty. Chaim David Alevi was a tzaddik. It could be many of the people that are arguing for this change are the are, are ones who want to use this as a test case to show that the that the Haredim are obscurantists who don't see what the reality is. They're deniers of the reality, etc. And that's why there's so much passion about this. I think if this would be floated. In, in, in a sort of like a, a we talked about Rav Zevin before. If if it would have been floated in one of the congressmen of Teresha Balpeh that Rav Zevin used to chair, and everybody would have sort of like chimed in, I think we might have had a, a greater consensus of this change. Yes, I think it was politicized on both sides, and I think that the reich of politics has obscured the clarity here. I mean, come on. Again, do we have to say a drush that, yes, there are no people living in Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is empty. There's nobody there. It's, 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 it's the people. There's no humans there. Again, it makes, it does make our tefillah sound laughable. And because of that, we have to start explaining them allegorically and, and with alumnus like Salar Salvechik does. Don't you think that that's going to turn off the average guy in the middle who's listening to both sides? He's going to say, boy, the Haredim, they got this one wrong. Don't you think so? No, you think you've convinced me. I think I'm going to go with Rukhaim David Alevi this year. 
Okay, I'm happy that I can convince you, even in my weakened state. By the way, I do have here, uh, and I'm going to try to add it in the notes, Rav Gorin's Nusach is, is quite shorter, and he actually, as you can see, he says, Nacham Hashem Elokeinu well, 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 you know, to do anything which Rabbi Gorin does is indeed too politically sensitive for me. <laughs> right, right. Not that anybody's going to know, because I'm going to say it silently, but, you know, Yes, well, you know what? It could be, you know, when you run your shul, when you have your Beis HaKnesses, and, and I'm going to hopefully have a seat somewhere near the Mizrach there in your shul, that when the Baal gets up there, hopefully, maybe it'll be before Mashiach comes, that he'll say the Nusach, Alevi's Nusach, I'm David Alevi. Uh, and you're right, Goran's Nusach does say, Ir Aveva, Chareva, and Harusa, because clearly the city has been attacked. No, I think he's fudging. He takes it out of... Present tense. Is that right? true? Yes. So he's, you're, saying, he's saying that you know is, you can interpret that as past or present tense. In other words, he's making the nusach going either way. Yeah, he's fudging. Right. Put it this way: I think all of us agree that probably a lot can be gained during this period of so, instead of superimposing the past on the present, to actually learn about the past and to realize the terrors that have occurred in Yerushalayim, the horror of life there, it probably pays this Tisha B'Av to get yourself familiar, not just with the brouhaha over um, the Nusach, but maybe about how Yerushalayim did suffer. It's not suffering now, and we shouldn't be makertov to the Rabboni Shalom, and maybe feel a regish that a Tisha B'Av Mashiach osid li that maybe there is a sense of pamoni Mashiach but I think there's probably a lot to argue for to think about that terrible imagery that Nachem has and to learn about the slaughters that have occurred, the way the Ashkenazim were treated for so long. Um, and I think that's probably, if that could spur people to, to think about the Horbin in ways that don't necessarily go back to the Roman legions, but go back to everything that's occurred up until now, I think there's probably a lot to be gained from that. Well, it's interesting. Once you bring that up, I think there's this interesting thing here, which is that um, the, um, you know, the I, the tefila of Nachim does not focus on the Averus. It doesn't focus on the Sinas Chino. It's really like uh, uh, the Rav said about Kinos, that Kinos are not about, as opposed to a regular kindness where the Slichas are about Shuvah, Kinos are about um, just the Avelus Kilumeso Munach without any type of Tikkun. So I think that that, I'm not sure uh, if that is deliberate. I assume it is, even though it's, being by Mincha, it's said by Mincha when we Dafka do read the, the Kriya of a tiny Sibur and the Torah of a tiny Sibur. So it seems to be somewhat contradictory. But um, I, I would say that uh, even though the Tefillah doesn't mention it, the idea of the reason why the base of Mikdash is still not rebuilt of Sinas Chinam is probably the actual Chorban which we should have in mind uh, behind the uh, difficult Avelus uh, Yishana of realizing the how structure of the base of Mikdash directly affected us. I, I, again, Al Pidrush, I would add to that that's Ubeish Ata Asid with Nosa. <laughs> in other words, it's the Aish, the Aish of Islavos, the Aish of of burning away the politi- politization. Uh, um, 
Yes, of course, it's going to, the fiery temple will, will come down from Shemayim. But I think, I think that's our Eish. We were the ones that were guilty of that Sinoskinim and that Eish that led to Ritzicha, like the Mitziv says, and other things. We have got to generate a Le'umas Eish. With that Eish, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be the fire that could rebuild it. And I think that uh, our Rizcha, which is also based on fire, if our Rizcha today can somehow clear this, this path, maybe our Rizchas could be added in a way I think we part have, of that opinion. I think we have an interesting Sinas-Chinam-Avas-Chinam relationship between the two of us. <laughs> is that so? Yeah. <laughs> How meaning that uh, we we get upset at each other, but we still love each other. <laughs> yeah. Some level, yes, yes, we get upset and jealous at each other, but we still come. We still, after all these years. Somehow. Okay, so if people can <laughs> learn from these two grumpy old men about Aish, maybe that's what's what's needed. And and again. You know, especially, you know, during this period that there's been so many tefillas as we've talked about, I, I think, uh, uh, it would seem to me, if everybody would accept this, I think that, I think that would go, just like Trump wearing the mask finally, although it's not going to help him. <laughs> I think if, if, if the Haredim give in on this, I think that would mean a lot. And I think that might be the Aish, Asher Osid, with Naisa. Okay, that's it, my friends. That's our sort of Erev Tishabov show. We hope, uh, Hashem, to be speaking to you from a rebuilt Yerushalayim next week, where we won't have to do this, uh, through teleconferencing. Take care, my friends. Have a, have a meaningful fast, as they say. And Mirz Hashem, we should be Erev and Echmastiyah. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.